And mm. I just want to suggest to people to go on Amazon and get that. Yes, absolutely. Thank yes. you, King. Appreciate yep. the love. Appreciate the support, absolutely. man. This is blowing me away. Absolutely. I'm, all right. <laughs> nah, I'm, good, man. I'm lost <laughs> for words, man. I'm lost for words. Yes, sir. So this is this is your show today. I mean, it was the last time, but what 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 do you want to um dive into? I introduced you last time, and I forgot to even say that as a worldwide international humanitarian. I mean, mm -hmm. but I don't like to even put titles on people. I just say yeah. this yeah. is just part of who you are because I'm mean, yeah. author, philanthropist. I mm -hmm. mean, just I mean, philosopher. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, just see, you know, it just I got the list you. goes on. So. I I I I I start right. I I actually start right there, King, because um, you know, one of the things that I love to do is humanitarian work. Part of what I do back here in where I live in St. Pete, Florida, is I I found it, and I, and I'm glad I get the this opportunity to talk about this because I didn't last time. Last time was more my personal background story, but this time I really want to shine a light on the work that I'm doing, and that is my nonprofit organization that I um. Called, it's called Yes Chef Village, and that's an organization founded uh, somewhere around 2014, but I kind of never really pushed it and pursued after it because I was interested in other things, speaking and writing books and stuff like that, and life kind of got in the way of the nonprofit idea, and so 2022, I decided that um, along with my book that you have, Greyhound Love, um, I, that book also got started 10 years ago. I had put a lot of things on the back burner, but I decided 2022, it was time to bring the story of Madden, who is the character in the book. I, it was time to bring the story of him alive. And it was time to bring the Yes Chef Village nonprofit organization to the forefront. And the reason why I decided to go that route, because I had been doing a lot of speaking and that was my, that was my bread and butter. But when I went the nonprofit route, I decided, you know, I knew it wasn't going to be as lucrative as, you know, in the beginning. But the work that I'm called to do is my passion. And that's cooking. You know, I oh, I, just, okay. you know, okay. I, I, I love cooking. I, I, I can cook any day of the week. I love to talk about recipes. And let me expound on Yes Chef Village a bit. It's It, it actually means Youth Enrichment Services, Children's Healthier Eating Foundation. So... We teach healthy nutrition. We teach education of food and nutrition through our outdoor dining experiences. Our outdoor dining experience event is called Village Supper. As a world humanitarian, I travel around the world. Um, I'll be going to the Philippines in next Thursday and, and, wow. and launching the first international Village Supper. So uh, when, I go, when I go out into the um, world, I go into the villages. I don't go to the cities. I don't go to the tourist spots. Right. I want to get connected to the people because th that's where the culture is. That's exactly. where the rich history um, of the people are. That's where you're going to get the stories of where people are really tapped into their 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 history, their ancestors, their their um, ways and traditions, their customs. Those things don't get lost in the village, and right. so right. village supper came alive because being one of eight children, we never had um, money to go out and eat. My family, we never experienced eating out as a family. T to say, have you ever ate out as a child? I'd be like, what, what is eating out? You know, like, what is a restaurant? 
we've never seen it inside of a restaurant. But being with my family growing up, one of the things I um we we cultivated in our home was community. So my mama was raised in a village within our own home. So that mindset, that's my mindset. That's that's what I know, you know, village. You know what I'm saying? You know what? And let me let me just hit a pause button just real Go quick. Train of thought, but I just had to share this with you. It's ironic because I grew up, um, I spent a lot of my younger younger years in the Midwest, in Ohio, in this small town um, at the time, small city um, called Lima, L-I-M-A, um, not Lima, but Lima, Ohio. Mm. And the projects that we lived in were called the village. Mm. <laughs> they were called the village. Wow. Yep. Wow. We live in the village. Yeah, we live in the village. Yep. Wow. I See? don't know if they still have it now. They may, but yeah, back then, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. And we knew everybody yeah. down there too. I, I think that's just it though, right? In our, you know, when you look inside the black community, when you look inside black culture, you right. know what I'm saying? Even in the entertainment world. Um, and I and I've experienced this in jobs that I've had. You ever had an experience, right? You walk past a brother and immediately, or you go to work at a job and there's another brother on the job, and it's like immediately there's a bond there. Like right. you, you, you know, you accept each other. Yeah, it, you ain't even gotta say it. You right. ain't even gotta. You know, it's an unspoken. You just look line. at each other. Sometimes you don't even say nothing. You just look. Right. And, and you give each other that look. You know yeah, exactly. Saying? It's like I okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's a there's a there's a code there where when you see somebody, especially that look like you, that that come from backgrounds, similar backgrounds you come from, there's a code there that's almost like brotherly. There's a right. there's a respect there that's almost like family. And I I believe that's really imparted in our DNA. That comes from our ancestors because ancestors. when we look back at the history of who we are, we lived in villages. You know what I'm saying? We didn't live separate of each other. We lived close together with each other. And so part of what um, my upbringing and, and what I'm doing with Yeshua Village is bringing the tradition of not just the family, but the togetherness, the community back together. And so every month, once a month, we host these outdoor suppers in this in this in this beautiful place called the Gulfport Food Forest, where every tree you look at is food. It's got something on it growing that has you can eat. You know, every plant in the ground there in the food forest you can eat from. And so we're teaching traditional dish. We're teaching traditional ways of eating again, um, how we get back to the family, how we come together and eat as one, because there's nothing more sacred to me than the breaking of bread with somebody. With someone. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. That's powerful right there. I, I'm glad you said that because um, you uh, doing what you're doing and it's based around food and co the culinary experience. And then you have a passion for, for cooking. I, I can't I can't even imagine anything more powerful than applying food, your passion, uh ancestral traditions, um, yes. people, love. Okay. That 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 to me spells love. It's it, it just love to me. That's Absolutely. what I that's what I hear. It's, it's I, all I, love. I feel when, when you say that. It's all love. I tell you what, you know, when I look at it, like I said, you know, um, when we host our monthly suppers, we're we're bringing people together. It doesn't matter, though, right? We don't turn no one away who, who's hungry. Anybody of any race, any color, you come, you eat. You know what I mean? Right. But what you're feeling, what you're going to get, you know, is you're going to get a bond. You're going to connect with people. And, 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 and Village Supper 
is really all about the stories that we tell. You know what I mean? When, when I was a kid, me and my sisters and my brother, we would come together at the dinner table. We were young, but we had stories from different, you know, it's like, how you come up with these stories? It's like, we go to school, we come home, we go outside with our friends, and we all come back together to eat, and we're sharing these stories. It was kind of crazy how all of us had something different to say, but at that dinner table, at the supper, where we eat together at, that's a moment where we are bonding and we're connecting. So, you know, I'm, I've only watched my mama do this. I've only grew up in this. So what I'm doing now is really just, uh, uh, you know, finishing the work my mama started within me. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, that's amazing, too. And I got to say this and not not I'm not trying to interrupt you, but you, you no, 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 I go think, for it. Yeah. I just want to elaborate on certain things that you say. What you're doing, bringing back the storytelling over over food and, and family. That right there is what we need because a lot of that's been lost. Um, mm. You know, what, what I'm, I can't speak for everyone, but from my perspective, what I've seen, um, mm. even experienced myself, a lot of that's been lost. And you speak, you spoke about early on uh, having a lot of stories to tell. And I interpret it like this. Life was a lot newer then. So all, every experience was exciting. So we got to mm. get back to feeling like, every experience is exciting and wanting to talk about it and, 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 you know, and share stories and get different perspectives and, and be open, you know, mm -hmm. not saying we got to agree on everything, but e yeah. even then just let, letting it flow. Yeah. And just saying, you know, I, I understand that that's maybe yeah. not the way I would do it. I'm, I'm just saying if it even gets right. into that, yeah, because sharing a story is sharing a story, but then yeah. when you ask opinions or, yeah. or people oftentimes put their opinions in, mm -hmm. in, in things. So mm -hmm. just, you know, getting to the point where we can communicate with each other and keep it, um, keep it like you said, all love, where we can we can give and 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 accept different perspectives without yeah. necessarily losing Absolutely. our own perspectives and integrity. So Absolutely. that's amazing that that um to me that's very powerful and amazing that you're doing that, man. Thank you. I mean, you just keep on adding jewel after jewel. I mean. The first layer that I got, you you enjoy uh, cooking, the storytelling, the bringing the family together, the the going into the villages and, mm. you know, the people, I mean, just layer after layer, yeah. then bringing uh, 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 testimonies and stories yeah. together yes. Over, yes. over a meal and just yes. listening to me that that that's that creates bond. Yeah, that's what that's, that's, what, that's what we need. That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about healing a lot within our um, communities, whether they be black or white, we talk about healing a whole lot, right? And one of the ways that I, I grew up knowing food was the healing cause of a lot. Because when you got food on your stomach, you can have a conversation a lot easier. You know what I'm saying? But when you hungry and you starving and you ain't got no food, you know, That's all you can think really, about. You yeah. can't even hear. You, you, you literally can't hear yeah. anything. And right. so I, I feel like in order for us to be heard, even with our differences, whether we believe religiously different, you know, whether politically we believe different, it doesn't matter. But in order for us to be heard, we got to do that where, first of all, we're getting nourished. We're getting poured back into. So that way, when I'm outpouring my thoughts and I'm outpouring my beliefs, you can absorb them without feeling like it's an attack. You're just hearing me because you're coming, you're sitting in a position where you're being nourished by something other than my opinions. You're being nourished by good food. So you're able to accept. So you, you're a little bit more open. 
a little bit more yeah. open. When somebody has had a good meal, they are a little bit more open. Absolutely. Than, hey, and, uh, all deals are made yeah, over a meal. If you're man. hungry, yeah, you're right. Some <laughs> meals, all deals, something to drink, maybe you know if that's yep. your thing. But, but, but like you said, the basic, the basis is nutrition, meal, um, nutrition, something good, yes. something good to eat. And mm -hmm. I think well, after, a, like you said, after a good meal, you're more um, open. You yep. know, to to listen to to different um, perspectives. Yep. Yeah, and that's well, that, that's amazing that you have, you know, that you are highlighting that, um, that fact. That's actual. That's a fact. You know, that's not that's something true. that's uh, that's oh, we think no, nah, we know. No, Every, you know, know, everyone has experience, and you even have experience with yourself that you are in a better uh, headspace after mm -hmm. you've had a good meal. Mm, and that's hey. why a lot of families, even you know, um, historically, after they eat, get together. You know, um, yeah and around the fire or whatever and, yep. and tell stories and talk yep. and share yep. and right. even even during the meal you know that's why it's important to get your family um at the table put all those devices away at the table you mm -hmm. know that that that's what i uh i say to my my children at the table too. put put those down yes put the devices put away those down you can get to them when you get done you know right. or whether they disagree or not at the time it yeah. is what it is and they'll, and they'll, they'll, they'll thank you for it later yeah, yeah, later. Yeah, say, you know, later my father always made sure that we bonded at the table. Let me hear about what happened at school. Let me hear about, you know, you know, mm -hmm, whether absolutely. whether they're, oh, yeah, this, this, because they want to get back to them games. But, mm -hmm. I mean, at least they know what it is. Put I, Oftentimes, I don't even have to say anything. I just look mm -hmm. and they know, oh, put that away. Yeah. You know, I got I to gotta tell you, Luke, you know, um, that's that whole Yes Chef thing. The passion behind it is my mother, but what right. continues to drive me toward change is this. The, one day I went to my son's school and I went to go have lunch with my son and he brought his tray out. When he brought out his tray, you know, I saw on his tray, uh, it was uh, some chicken nuggets. They were hard and, and he had a bag of like a, a taki chips, taki chips. And and, yeah. and 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 I saw like this, you know, little juice container. And I said to myself, I said, you know, I I was literally livid when I saw what they were feeding my kids because I I don't really go to my kids' school for lunch and sit with them and eat most right. of the time. But when I did that day, I said, oh yeah, things got to change now. Yes, and that's what drives me now because I was I was livid when I saw that tray because if you look around the world. And I mean, do this. Look around the world and look at what other kids are eating. The food right. has nutritional value right. in it. Right. There is no nutritional value in the food that they're feeding our kids today. No, no processed value. Yeah. Processed food. I yeah. mean, I mean, oversaturated foods and all these kinds of cholesterol. Yeah. You want to talk about dementia? You want to talk about autism? You want to talk about ADHD? All these things, everything derives from nutrition. Everything derives from the proper nutrition. If we're not getting the proper nutrition, then you're going to have a child ADHD because you're, you're feeding him things with 36, 46 grams of sugar in it. You know what I'm saying? Cholesterol. Cholesterol high blood pressure. Yeah. High blood pressure causing Throat, food. Diabetes causing right. food. So we try and what we do is we bring nutrition back to the to the conversation. What is going to get rid of childhood obesity? What is going to rid our communities and our homes of childhood diabetes? What is going to rid them of mental health? It's going to be in the food. 
because our food comes, it's the source of life. It's the yeah. source of life. If we're not eating well, we're not thinking well, period. You know True. what I'm saying? And so True. we got to get back to, number one, we got to change up how our kids are eating in the school. We got to change that up. But we can do it at home, but the schools are only perpetuating the, the, the sickness and the disease of it. Because if we talk about how, how much can you get an apple for versus, you know, how much can you get some candy for, you're going to look at the difference in price. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, apples don't cost you more than a bag of gummies. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. that's where we're that's where we're doing a great disservice to our children. And no wonder why, you know, these numbers are all the way up when it comes to childhood obesity, childhood diabetes. No wonder why these numbers are uh, in, in, in mental health. Our children are dealing with. Listen, if if a child is hungry because they're not getting the proper nutrition, they're going to start thinking of ways to go about feeding themselves. Watch this. Right. Not physically. But mentally and emotionally, because they're also being impact impacted by food. If it's if it's not the proper nutrition, it's impacting their mental and emotional state as well. So most children, these ones that we call at risk teens, these ones that um, are adolescent, you know, misfits, the ones that get in trouble. Right. Listen, go and look at their diet. I guarantee right. you, if you look at the diet, there's a connection. It's a connection. You will right. find out why children have these problems. Why? Listen, a six-year-old boy, they say he's ADHD. Why would you diagnose a six-year-old boy ADHD? Where, where, where does that even come from? Calling right. a child ADHD. He's he's a child. What, Especially what you when you look at the records historically and that used to not even be in the picture. You know? Right. Like Absolutely. Happened. So what has changed since then? Our food. Right. Our food. Our food Absolutely. Is made for um instead of uh made to to uh 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 feed us nutrition nourish us. the food that it nourish us it's made for money yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. because you got food we all money food. yeah Capital. you got the pharmaceutical you got the pharmaceutical how many how many kids today right now and I used to I used to mentor kids at risk kids in in the school systems here in, in Florida and I could tell you I mean some of the teachers these were fifth graders I was mentoring. Some of the teachers were scared of these kids. And I say, why are you scared of these kids? Because they they blame they don't have a father at home. They blame they don't have any guidance. They blame, but everybody, again, once again, is not looking at what's happening at home. Now, right. you can't have no father, but also what else is a, a factor? Well, the mama's poor on welfare using government stamps. So her money and can't go but so far and also she can't she don't have the access to healthy nutritional foods like most people do she may not have a vehicle we growing up we didn't have a car so my mama had to go to the local convenience store to feed us my mama had to go to the catch a bus to go to the uh, uh, grocery store to get food and, and catch a bus back to feed us but but we're talking about a grocery store within our community almost to go get the healthy nutritional food, you got to go outside of the community. So a lot of these people, yes, you do. A lot of teachers are scared of these kids today and blaming it on behavior. Well, I can guarantee you, if you look at be, if you look at what they're eating, you'll figure out why they behave the way they're behaving because wow. sugar is a drug to the brain. You awareness. understand awareness. I That's mean, what you teach us right now, awareness. Right. That I mean, because I never thought of it that way. Yeah. High, high, high fructose corn syrup. 
It's in everything. They drink sodas. They drink these juices. All that stuff is in. This stuff is not. Your body cannot process this stuff. Right. So it so what it does is it eat away at it because the body cannot recognize it as nutrition and to process it to 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 do with it what it's supposed to naturally do with it. So and so now all kind of glitches in your, come on now. In your come brain, on now. in your body. Come I, on I now. Get I get it. Hey, and, yeah. That's wondering why these kids are hyped up, wondering why these yeah. kids are on Ritalin, on Adderall, on obese, on concert, uh, uh, all. Yeah. So we can get rid of we get rid of that's why it's called food and drug the FDA food right. and drug administration administration they, yeah they, they, they connect they, those they connect they connect right. food and drugs so you right. give them the wrong foods you give them the right you give them the drugs to, but where does your drugs come from right your drugs come from the plants your drugs come from nutrient your drugs come from nature right right so if Stuff you get rid of there. Yeah. The syn the synthetics is also what are, what are, I, I said one time. Um, you you know you get on these medications. You know they tell you about all the side effects to these medications, and right. you need you need med you need medication for your medication. You need medication so from the food that you eat, right? Which, which benefits the system. You know we oh, this, absolutely that's absolutely that's you you, another, you need the uh, prison systems podcast, but it 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 benefits more. So that's why I think, in my perspective. Um, why uh, the 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 government is not doing anything about the nutrition because yep. you know it's 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 capitalism it's, it's money it's absolutely. money either way you know absolutely ill health is money ill health, health is money that equates yeah. to pharmaceuticals yeah. that equates yep. to hospitals making money doctors whatever that equates the machine listen you know? listen without without sick people you don't have hospitals come on right let's be real. But yeah. I'm gonna say this again, and I must let me say this first. Nothing is hereditary, nothing is passed down through lineage when it comes nope. to your sick sickness and disease is not hereditary. You nope. do not inherit it. You inherit it, the you inherit bad habits. habits. You, you inherit bad habits, but all this stuff is in your DNA. They'll tell you. And so when they feed you the food, they feed you. That's a bad habit. You're eating out of bad habits. You're not eating right. out of out of information. You're not eating out of knowledge. You're not right. eating out of what you've been taught. You're eating out of what you haven't been taught. Taught, yeah. right? Because I had that same conversation um, as well the other day um, with with some friends when I expressed to them that I've been told have always been told you know bad knees, bad backs running my family. No, but then when I see um, something that connects with that is yeah. obesity and it's uh, yes. not, not good eating in this so-called i mean i have to say it soul food which yeah it's really not soul food right it's really you know um um, um a lot of lard it's and grave, a lot of stuff that's it's not grave good. food yeah it's grave slave food. food and not good for slave it. so food and grave foods yes, taking right. you to the grave so what i noticed about you know all those things is you know every one that has bad backs Bad knees in my family, overweight, not eating good, you know, no exercise, no, no good nutrition. And that's what it is. And mm. then we get told, oh, this just runs in your family. Oh, these high blood pressure just run. No, no, nope. no, it's not that it's them habits. You, you yeah. messed up food, you stressed out, you not yep. take care of and yep. all that contributes. It don't just and get handed down. And like you said, I believe, I believe that I know it. 
that what mm -hmm. you're saying is straight facts. It's, yeah. it's not hereditary. And, and, and Lou, I will also say that everything that everything is tied to nature, right? And so right. we have to also understand that we got to get outside and get sunlight. We got to get right. outside and get our feet planted in the earth. We right. got to. This is where your vitamins and your minerals are. Your minerals are in the earth, and your vitamin is in the sun. Your right. sun is the vitamin that you need, and the earth is the minerals. So when we talk about vitamins and minerals, when we talk about eating supplements and stuff like that, you don't need no supplement. You don't need nothing to supplement what you get naturally. Go outside and get it from the earth. Everything that you need, God has, the creator has provided for you naturally. We, right. we are not an incomplete species. You know what right. I'm saying? We're not an incomplete being. We're a creation. We were created perfectly made. We're perfectly made in the image and in the likeness of God. And this is not Bible. This is not speech. This is not preaching. This is me speaking who we are naturally. Right. We right. are naturally and, created and, and you can to feel that be, in here. You absolutely. Can and you can feel it when you get outside. You can right. feel it when you ground yourself. You can feel it when you go to the woods and you get alone and your thoughts get clear. You can right. feel it when you go into the ocean and you and you just submerge yourself in that water. Talking about getting baptized. What does it mean to be baptized? It means to be renewed, reborn. You understand what I'm saying? When you going through some crazy stuff, go to the ocean, go to the lakes, go to the, right. the, the rivers right. and get your feet inside that water so that you can enter the womb again of your mother so right. you can be reborn again. Because Absolutely. this is where life comes from. Life comes from the water because that's what you're made of. Life comes right, from the right. trees, the earth. That's why we eat outside. We don't eat it. My mama told me growing up, animals eat outside. My mama used to tell me that. I love her to death. She knows I do. But my mama used to always say, boy, get inside and eat. Only animals eat outside. But I'm telling my mama, like, mom, look, nope. it's best we eat outside because our food comes from outside. Outside. Our food comes from, where, our food, where, do, where do our food come from? Outside. Outside, come on. I mean, and it's something about eating in nature. I mean, it's something different too. Like, I mean, if, if even when you think about it, when you go to family barbecues or picnic, it just feels so good to eat outside. Come on now, Luke. I'm it, telling you right now, under the, the sky, things that, you know? the things that we have to change are not you. You you don't need a class on or a course on. The right. things that we have to change are simple and and natural when we awaken ourselves to our own thoughts. First of all, what you need to do is listen to yourself or your soul. Your cells are speaking. Your cells is yourself. Your cells are speaking. Listen to yourself, C-E-L-L-F. Listen to yourself, and it will tell you when you're feeling stressed. Your cells are a little community of its own. You know what I'm saying? They carry thoughts. They carry energy. They carry the, 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 the way of the world within them. All the information God is, God is and God has is right within you because nothing is separate. Right. Everything is connected, Luke. Right. Everything. I believe that. Yes, that, that's mm -hmm. amazing, man. And, and you just, wow, you just breaking it down for us and just uh, inspiring and, and educating and, and, and reminding us and, and of, of what's in here and it's just amazing so you taking a trip to the philippines to feed i mean can you tell us a little bit about uh like before you go because we're about to wrap up here soon but yeah what, what kind of what what is your favorite uh thing to to prepare i mean you you i'm, I'm getting down to the food now <laughs> you're making me hungry so listen listen i just I love 
Go ahead. I just left the Ronald McDonald House right before I came to you, and okay. I did a service for the children and families there. I cooked a meal. Um, to me, it sounds so simple, um, but it's something I grew up eating a lot. I found a way to turn it into a, a highly nutritional meal, and that is shepherd's pie, man. Oh, shepherd's pie. My, okay. I, I can make it. I can make shepherd's pie ten different ways. Okay, you know what I mean. Um, my mama, my mama was like, we, we called it potato, um, uh, potato turbay. Okay. That's what what we called it. Shepherd's pie was something I was new to when I was like in high school. I was like, what is shepherd's pie? People say, potato turbay is what my mama and us called it. So, but shepherd's pie, I can make it. I've made a sweet potato shepherd's pie. I made a beef. I made a chicken. I, I did all kinds of ways. And to me. My favorite meal to prepare, it's a home-cooked meal. It's something that gives you and reminds you of home. You know what I mean? And so shepherd's pie is the one that I always go to. I can make it so good. You'd be like, I never had it this way. Yeah, because I put a different touch on it. I put a different yeah, You put your own, your own flavor. It's my own recipe, but I love it, and it's good. And so I just go, I go right there with it. You know what I mean? That's how I do it. Is that is that what you're gonna make when you go to the Philippines? Oh no, no, no. You know what? I'm I'm actually going over there to kind of collaborate with them and pick up some new recipes myself. So okay. you know, I'm going, you know, I'm going to learn. I'm a student always first before I'm a teacher. I'm going to learn and then you know, I'm going to implement maybe a little finer, a finer touch to it, just to give them that added uh fine dining experience to it that gourmet experience to it so although they know what they're doing they have all the traditional recipes i don't really know much about their recipes i've eaten a lot of their food but i want to get go over there learn from them and see how i can put a twist to it back here when i come home so i can introduce it to my village here and see right there that you just said it all right there because when i think about like a a, a refined chef I want a chef that has traveled around and experienced other cultures that got, you know, uh, uh, different seasonings, tried out different seasonings, flavors, uh, cultures, traditions. And that's that to me. Yeah, that's that's a real chef. Not saying that any other chef that hasn't done that can't cook. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying my preference. And when I. Yeah, absolutely. I like chefs that uh, that travel and get 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 some culture from different places and some different flavors and. You know. Wow, yeah. You know, that's that's kind of like the story of Madden. I'm not gonna give the book away because you got it. I want you to read it. But yeah. Madden is that kind of guy, you know what I'm saying? Madden and um Greyhound Love, he's right. the kind of guy where he's 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 a traveler, he he's a nomad, he's a vagabond. He he, you know, the earth is his home, and you know, wherever there's a warmth at is where he sleeps. So, but he travels and he collects them stories, man. He comes back with those stories, he and and he just finds himself growing in community with people all over the world because he's 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 leaning himself he's he's surrendering himself to the people of the world and not just trying to go in with I know everything there's knowledge right. he got it all he's going in as a student but really learning so much as a young man coming up in the world and and that's my that's kind of like not that book but my personal journey as well it's that's what just, I was going to say that's actually you yeah, it's it's like, hey, listen, go and learn, go and bring back the stories. To me, it's the stories that's the most important. Right. Like, 
The food is good, and I've emphasized the food, but what's food without the beautiful stories behind it? Right, right. Without the 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 the, the millions or the thousands of years these recipes have been in tradition. Right, right. That to and me just inspired me to say this, just right, just something something random, but it, it it's connected to that. But to be a good teacher, you have to be a good student. Those go mm -hmm. hand in hand. Those go hand in hand. And I like to always um refer to myself as a student teacher or a teacher yeah. student. You student know, teacher. I teach yeah. what I what I learn, but then I keep learning so that yeah. I can teach. You it know never stops. I, yeah. It never ends. It yes. never ends. You know, when I'm on these podcasts, I, I I consider myself a teacher and a student simultaneously. Like I'm learning things from you that I don't know. And then possibly I could say something to you that you didn't know. So we both are students and teachers interacting with each other. And I think that's amazing, man. And uh -huh. I heard it once they say the moment you think you know uh you you find out that you you know little, you know nothing. Right, right. The moment you think you know it all, because this you can't know it all. How can you? Yeah. It's you always going to be something more that you, you or know? someone else that knows more than you or not even just more, but just something different than you. There's always yeah. going to be different, um, different views and vantage points and perspectives, even on the same thing. You can you can just like you said, that even that shepherd's pie, there's so many different yeah. ways to make it. You don't know them all. I don't know them all. Right. You don't know I, I want to leave, leave your audience with this thought, Luke, when you think about something, I want to leave your audience with this. Right. Have your audience just look around the world, just even if they don't travel, just take your mind outside of where you're at here and go visit other places mentally. Like put, put on YouTube and watch some things and, and show me where most of these other nations are obese at. And I'm not talking like in the West. I'm talking about in the East. Right. right. You don't see obese Africans, you know what I'm saying? Like on a, right. on a large scale, on a large scale, obese, on a high percentage, on right. a, in a high percentage, you don't see obese ages. And, and you know that these people live long, you know, the, you right, ever right. heard of the, uh, what is it called? The blue something, the, um, it's something called the blue something where these people live blue spaces or something like that, right. where people live to a hundred plus years old. Right. You know what I mean? Because and, and, and that'll uh, even equate to like, um, their status or money or anything like that. No, they still these people are not wealthy. They're not. These people are not wealthy. These are your everyday average village folks. You know what I mean? Right. What's keeping them healthy is community. That's this is why I, 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 I you know, I make emphasize the importance of community in your chef village because what's making them healthy is being in community with each other, being in communion. Now, I can break the word communion all the way down, and it just becomes the word one. To be in communion is to be in union. Union means one, you know? And so we want to be in union with each other. You know what I mean? Everywhere we go, find yourself in union with another. You know what I mean? And I want to leave your audience with that. Look at the Amazing. world and experience the world outside your own space. Amazing. Thank you, Chef uh, Chabaka. Amaka. Amaka, yep. You Omaka. Got it. You got Thank you, it. Chef Amaka. Thank you very much. And thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, hit that like button, that subscribe, spread it. Go get the book. Amazon, go get it. Great. Greenhouseofpower.com. Get it. Yes. You yes. Love you. Appreciate, Appreciate you, King. Thank you, Luke. Got it. Yes.